inputs on a deck. You can get all. It's the know, voice meter. I just started using voice meter again, which is it's a nightmare. Yeah, it's hard. A literal, absolute nightmare. And what's funny about it is like things like this that say they should go to the default uh, don't default. Like nothing works. You have to set it every time. Like I've given up. OBS used to work when I opened it every time. Yeah. Now, God knows, I just go into the properties every single time, and I do it with Discord too every time I open it, just because I don't. It doesn't work sometimes, and so I don't get it. How in this day and age has some Microsoft not been like Windows audio management sucks? Maybe we should do something about it. There's four different places to change a inputs sampling and quality and bit depth. So like 24 bit 4800 uh, 48000 hertz, right? Mm-hmm. Is what my microphone is capable of doing. Okay, so uh first you got to change that in the Focusrite hardware which captures the microphone and you know hardware wise. Then you got to change that in voice meter. Then you got to change it in the sound profiles and then you got to change it in the voice meter sound profiles. One of which will inevitably be wrong and cause crackling. Mm-hmm. But hey, now I can do this. See, this is what I was talking about. It's actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. Oh, see, that one worked. Hello. You guys hear me now? Yep. There he is. Why am I hearing literally nothing? (laughs) It's it's an epidemic. It's an epidemic. Nothing works. Windows 8 through 11. Audio. Just non-functional. Welcome to the party, pal! Hang on. Hi. Can you you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. I can hear you. Great. Hey, there you are. (laughs) What, What did you do? I just had to, I basically went into the the output settings in Discord and toggled it off of my headphones and back onto my headphones. Oh, yeah. I had to. Oh, also, we were, ta- we were I, talking about that. I literally <laughs> had to do the same thing. Awesome prank, Barba. 296 episodes and the audio uh, aficionados here at We Were Gamers are still consummate professionals. God tier audio technicians reporting in. Yeah, uh, I, I, Michael, I have my sound bar up and running again, or soundboard, I guess is the correct thing. Uh, hey, Windows 11 and voice meter did not like each other initially, so that was an interesting proposition, but we're here, I we're th- back. I, I think you are crazed for having updated so quickly. That's what I think. Seems wild to me that people would update to a new version of Windows. <laughs> Why? I- I would never argue with you that you're incorrect. <laughs> hmm. I made a decision and I'm sticking to it. The old one didn't work good either. <laughs> Why do I don't think the new one is going to be better? <laughs> <sighs> you know, I thought the 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 reason one of the reasons was I didn't want to uh redo anything on the computer. I wanted it to uh I don't like cleaning it off and doing all the things and going from 10 to 11 seems like you're going to want to clean it off, you know, the cruft, the cruft yeah. of trying to update between those two is going to be a monster. And, uh, 
I thought, oh, well, you know, Windows 11 is probably architecture built more for the PC that I'm building than the Windows 10. It will still work on a Pentium 2 from 1994 architecture. Yeah. Uh, so when, I think you forgot about Windows 7 and 8 in between there because Windows 10 will not work on a Pentium 2 from 1994, but 7 maybe. <laughs> I'm not certain. I don't know. Isn't there a 32-bit version of Windows 10? I think there is. Oh, that doesn't yeah. matter though. Mm. The The system requirements are too high oh, for okay. that Pentium. Not enough RAM. Yeah, you're probably right. Oh, man. I feel like... uh well, I'm definitely older than 1994, so that makes some sense. I was going to ask you guys, how many times have you woken up in random pains in the last week? <laughs> well, uh, well, in the, in the last week, I've been good. In the last <laughs> month, there's probably been a time. Yeah, I was just about to say the same thing. I was like, mm, this week, I think I'm okay. I can't think of any, but you can move back a couple weeks. Welcome to We Were Gamers, the podcast about uh, geriatric gaming. Wherein uh, this week I woke up with foot pain uh, that is not plantar fasciitis. Yes, I know the technical name for one of the problems that have feet. I mean, feet that have problems. That it, I don't know. It's good that it's not that one because that one's chronic, and I think you can't get rid of it. So uh, you can mitigate and manage it. Uh, I have the other problem, that problem, um, but it is solvable. Not in. I understand now why uh, what's his name on the Chargers always was down with it. Uh, Antonio Gates, I think. Antonio Gates had Mm -hmm. yeah, because basically, if you get it in the middle of a football season and you ever want to play, good luck. It requires a lot of rest and rehab, is what I'm saying. Um. Anyway, yeah, fun. Uh huh. 296 episodes, you guys. And in 296 episodes, I don't know if I've seen anything as egregious and gross as the chili cheese keg. It's time I... for food crimes. Oh, yeah, this was, <sighs> uh, this was a doozy. A doozy? Uh... I would not doozy this. I would undoozy this. <laughs> the, the sight of it made me want to go to sleep. <laughs> I remember uh Michael makes a thing called what do you call it the cheese dip? Oh, just sausage, sausage dip. Sausage yeah. dip. Um which is a good version of what they have disgustingly attempted here. Uh but I you know that that you can eat all day unfortunately because then later you'd be like why did I do that all day? Um, and then just want more. But. Uh, describe this thing that they have done. Uh, it comes in a keg. Yes, it does come in a keg. So this is a new product um, put out by Hormel Chili. Short-lived, uh, fine, hopefully. Fine purveyors of American health food. It's got to be a stunt item. Like, they're not I, making I think it's, of these. Yeah, I think it's got to be. It's related um, to the Superb Owl. Yes, so you uh, have a you have a chance to win one for your Super Bowl party. Um, it is a keg, like full sized beer keg, keg oh, of God. Hormel chili cheese. Oh. So chili cheese on tap for all of your French fry and nacho desires. I am 
35 and literally getting a stomach ache from you talking about it. And like, look, I know that cheese comes out of those kinds of kegs because that's where the movie theaters get them. You know? And uh, baseball stadiums, too. Sure. But I don't need to see that. And I certainly don't need it for personal consumption I, yeah, at all. Yeah, that's the thing, right? No, I no, don't please. need it in my home. Actually, like, does it come with a pump and stuff? Because otherwise, like, how are you going to tap this keg of cheese? Like, yes, it comes it, you're with... You're going to destroy any beer-related equipment you would attempt to use. It comes with its own pump and and spigot. And the spigot has, oh. it has the, like, beer pull handle on it, except instead of the the little wooden piece that is normally the brewery it just has a can of hormel chili can so you, then how does it so like okay hold on now i'm getting into the like logistics of this is <laughs> does it come with co2 then i was also? just about to say because how do you get the cheese to yes, come out it, you have to pressure it right it might be a hand pump uh, it is a hand pump on the top of it ah uh, yeah. okay okay but imagine if there's some sort of kink or overpressure in that line and you try to shoot oh, cheese out god. of it oh god <laughs> Or like, and I assume this after that cheese is exposed to the air for a while. Is it you know, nothing. Nothing. Oh, I guess nothing, right? Because it's all chemicals anyway. <laughs> Chemical cheese. I assume uh, they check your Instagram to see if you've made those tabletop nachos before they give you one of these. You get uh, an extra entry into the contest. Yeah, right? something. Ugh. Can you? Oh God, cheese keg stands. That'll be a thing we will have to endure seeing somebody have done. Please, no. I mean, I will not have to endure seeing it because I will stay far, far away. It'll end up in the group chat somehow. I'm just saying. Social media that talks about it. (laughs) Just might end up in the group chat. I, uh, I propose this ends up on the list in don't make food for the gram. Mm -hmm. Because this is definitely for social cred, right? I, there's no, I mean, this is literally a marketing stunt. So like, that's the exact definition of doing something for the gram, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think some, there's something else that people have been doing a lot of for the social cred. And there's also an, uh, a, a separate group of people that are doing it quietly and not doing it for social cred. Are you guys playing Wordle? Oh yeah. In fact, I am playing Wordle. Are you playing it right now? No, I'm not playing it right now. <laughs> it's like I know the word for today, but oh yeah, me too. I I got a three, man. Oh, but I don't post that online. Who does that? A Crazies. lot of a lot of people do it. Yes, it is the it is. I heard I have heard Wordle described as the sourdough of Omicron. I see. Oh yeah, okay, okay. I I had to piece that together because it's like I like sourdough. But I didn't make my own sourdough during Alpha Cron or whatever the heck we were calling the first wave. I definitely made bread a little bit, but not sourdough. I made, like, beer bread because... Because. And biscuits. Oh, those were yeah, good. Easier, easier breads to make. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, Wordle, to me, is Mastermind. Am I wrong? It is Mastermind meets Hangman. Okay. Yep. Um, I don't find it to be a groundbreaking thing, but it is a nice way to waste time during lunch. Absolutely. Yeah, I play it for like five minutes every morning or whatever. That's all, because that's all it takes. I have a feeling there's going to be three different answers to this question. And I'm going to start by saying, I play it hard mode. Oh, do you? Yes. 
uh, JJ hard mode being you have to use the letters. Oh, I know what I know what okay. hard mode is. All right, yeah. yeah. I, but it's fair to explain it for everyone. So. Oh, sure. I might as well say it. I guess uh, for people that don't know, uh, <laughs> mastermind means hangman means you get a five-letter word and you have to guess within six guesses what the word is based on putting letters in and seeing if they're in the word or not. And you get clues as to where they are in the word based on what you guess. Hard mode would be you have to use the letters you've discovered uh, and in the places you've discovered them if they're correct. Uh, right. I've I've and, cheated uh, twice because cheater. I, well, I got to a point where it was like there are, are six letters that could fit in this. You know, when you have like a you have a word like I don't know, uh, creek break. You know what I mean? Count. Like can't, yeah, can't, yes, exactly. Where you need to eliminate like eight letters, otherwise you're just gonna lose. I have you done take it. Take the L for picking bad choices, man. That's well, that's true. I know, and I have done it where I just take the L. Uh, but do you guys also play hard mode, or do you not? I do not. I just play it on the regular setting. Where you uh, just I also I also do not, but I have endeavored to almost never use the easy part of the easy mode. I can't where say you? that I never have because <laughs> I definitely ha- maybe have once or twice, um, but. Nearly always, I play on as though I were on hard mode, even though I didn't change any settings. Yeah, right. I do the same, on, on, except for a couple of like extreme instances where I got into my like fourth guess and still had too many letters not ruled out. I find the hardest words to be the words where like uh, error, where there's three R's, anything with a repeated letter. Uh, yeah, those the repeated letter is really the most difficult thing. And I think the the strat. I mean, I don't know if this is a strategy, but the thing I've come up with in recognizing that is my initial word has a lot of vowels in it. Yeah, I do. And, and so then, um, oh, that's a good one. Actually, I didn't use that. Uh, I've been using that. <laughs> one. I've been using audio. Yeah, sure. I um, mean, it's it's like the same exact thing with an O instead of an E. <laughs> well, but the E is a bigger deal because then you get all the vowels, right? Uh, you don't get O in audio. Uh, so then the oh, next word, okay. the next word often is something with O in it with whatever vowels showed up in the first word. So if you have like yeah. A, then you know you try roast next or if it's I, you try moist next or. Yeah, so I've been doing a lot of um, so I, I've been starting with audio a lot and then from there doing something with E and then whatever. And I found that even though typically or well, the rules of the game say that the you will never have a word that ends in a plural so like you, you can't have a like reads like r e e d s will never be an option what they don't have that plurals are not allowed never guess a plural unless Why? because it's not one of the words in the game the game doesn't use plurals oh i did not know that there huh. you go okay. your strategy has been enhanced but it's got to be a noun Right, so there are words that end in S. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it, it, a word can end in S, but it will not be like a four-letter word with an S plural oh. or a three-letter word with an ES plural. Those are not in the dictionary that the game uses. So no, like, foxes. Right, but focus would be allowed, right? No foxes. Interesting. I'll have to keep an eye out for that next time because I th- could have sworn there had been plurals, but interesting. So, okay. So I, w- I was going to say, though, that... So you should never guess with a 
a plural at the end, right? Just know that that's wrong. But maybe it is good to guess with the S at the end if you want to rule the S out or in or out based on your other choices, right? Sure. Like, okay, I know this is going to be wrong for guess two because I have a D here or an L or whatever, but I can come up with an easy word that has a lot of other letters in it that I also want to rule in or out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, making that plural will get you to guess three where you then know the S is or isn't a something to have. So that's another strategy I have been using. Michael leads off with a bunch of uh, consonants I've heard. I do. Um, mine is mine is based on English letter frequency, so I use stern. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I like getting rid of the vowels. I found I find that leaving more vowels gives me more options if I miss. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's that, always it's know, always easier to fill in vowels than than consonants as you get down to it. Well, that's Wordle, and now we've done it on social media. Hooray! <laughs> I, I think the the thing that people are reacting to on social media is all these all the people posting their scores every day, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I maybe I text my score to my wife or something, but I don't need to be posting it on Twitter or whatever every day. That's a that's a little bit too much. Yeah, no, thank you. And most days it's like, well, I got it in four. What's special about that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's always a fun competition to have with your significant other or close. I think friends that's the thing. Like, right. Go. It's like yeah. uh the social I th- aspect. I think the social aspect between friends and uh, households is more interesting to me. Uh, it's kind of nice to be able to play a quick mind game with kids or something. The kids and help it ha- us out. With and it has like and it has low investment, right? It's really like sure not a ton of work. Um, so you could just give it to someone, and they could just you know play and come up with an answer pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's always nice that day you get a three and someone else gets a six, and you're like, ha ha. <laughs> and now uh we've covered video games for the week so we're all done that's, yeah that's all we've played that's it, that's it no <laughs> uh everybody is also talking about that chili cheese keg and wordle and do you guys have thoughts about the upcoming large football game <laughs> that I tom think... that tom brady is not in well i mean praise be we're all happy about that i don't know starters. i could have i could have seen him Go one more. I mean, he I already know what that's stuff. about. It's good. No, not not, not one more next year, but like one more this last year could have been kind of just like surreal in a way of just how how is this possible? Yeah, if he'd gotten another one though, do you think he would have walked away? Yes. No. Really? <laughs> he can't. Don't these, those guys like to go out on the top. That's why you know most of them win their last one and then they go. Oh, it's the, it, but it, but that's never what happens, right? Because you can never tell when you're at the top. You have to fail once and then realize, oh no, I'm on the downward slope. Well, what's interesting about that is Michael Brady Gordon has to go back and play for the Wizards. Well, <laughs> you know? Brady, uh, Brady was having a pretty statistically decent season. You know, I don't know. Oh yeah, I mean, look, I don't know that you can blame the uh, the Buccaneers' loss on him. No, I don't think right? so. Yeah. I mean, they did everything they could to come back in that game. Totally. They did come back in that game. Right, yeah. So, you know, I think it's become a point where, like, does he want to deal with another football season to have a chance to do this again? No. And it seems like the answer is no. 
Thank goodness. The, the mind is willing, but the body uh, has foot pain <laughs> randomly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I think my takeaway of the actual game that we are getting is uh, I I hope the Bengals are fun. I liked watching them play. I worry that they will not get a chance to do any playing because they will just get murdered by the Rams defense over and over and over. You worry that the Bungles will show up? I just the de- the Rams defense is very good and the Bengals offensive line is not. <laughs> I, I don't want my poor sweet boy Joe Burrow <laughs> to, <laughs> to lose his life out there on the field. I feel like they're going to dig real deep. One might even say Burrow down. Find another gear. How many other uh how many other plat- platitudes for the leave, yeah, leave it all on the line. Leave it all on the field. Hundred and ten percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I I really don't want it to be a Rams walkover. I just don't yeah, that's also it's, what I, I don't want. What I always want when I have no real vested interest in either team is just for it to be a good game. People say that though, and then when a game is like seventeen to seven, and there was a lot of defense, everyone goes, "That was boring." I mean, I mean, it depends on how you define a good game, right? Sure. I I would like it to be a high scoring game because those are fun to watch. Sure, it will, yeah. it will not be that, but I wished it would. You know, oh, I would like that too. But it's it's less fun when it's only one team putting up all the points. Totally. Sure, if it's uh, Rams 42, Joe Burrow 7, because yeah, he, no he ran it in by himself. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will say that it's it's going to be awful hard to displace uh, Kansas City Buffalo as the game of the postseason. Man, that game was so good. The ending. God. It was so good. What happened which, to them? After a week, a week later, and then they blow it. They just blow Blow Mahomes it. didn't come out of the locker room at halftime against Cincinnati. I I want to say like more than just him, but also definitely him. It, yeah. Like like they, they made changes to, it, to yeah. And Kansas City's defense. Look. Like what happened was Kansas City's de- or sorry not Kansas City's defense. Uh, Cincy Cincy's defense came out and made changes, and Kansas City's like we're just gonna keep doing this. It's it worked. We're just gonna do it, and then. uh Turns out you need to make changes if they make changes. And so then it went badly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Odell Beckham's going to get a Super Bowl, huh? I mean, he, he got it. Oh, you think the Rams are winning is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Why not? What's wrong with that? I guess he deserves it. Yeah. But Matt he Stafford seems- would get one too. Uh, the- Matt Stafford I feel deserving like- one is really the thing. I feel like of all the highest maintenance wide receivers in the world, Odell Beckham being one of them, uh, at least he backs it up. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Oh, yeah. Totally. yeah. Like he Ran- makes, he makes Ran- the plays that make, remind sure. you why he makes the big bucks. He's the Randy Moss of our generation. And by our generation, I, not- I mean a Randy Moss was probably our generation and he's younger than us by a lot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But also, I think um, Moss was more dominant than Odell is these days. Maybe like when he was younger and on the Giants and was just like carrying Eli Manning to the postseason. <laughs> yeah. Um, but these days, you know, two finger catches. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. These days, he is a very strong supporting member that you can't just ignore because he will just back it up and torch you. Yeah. Which is great to have across from Cup. 
Oh, Cooper Cup is literally the, the best player the 15, on that team. The fifteen-way fantasy player that is every single position's best player. <laughs> yes. I I wish I was still playing Dynasty because I reached for Cooper Cup in that league, and I was happy to have done it. Let's say. But oh well, say la vie. <laughs> now the cat's yep. out of the bag. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see how Los Angeles handles the crowd and the riots after, uh, in preparation for the Olympics. Woof. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a big test, right? Just to see. I heard a, uh, statistic going around and I don't know if this is true or not. Completely unverified reporting here incoming. Parking spaces for the Super Bowl are almost $500. I'm not surprised by that. I could believe it. Take the train. That's, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, obviously. Like, take any <laughs> number of things except <laughs> dri- except driving. But, like, dang, man. <laughs> that's yeah. just... Because those tickets are already, like, $2,000 for the cheapest seats. Sure, but you're paying to go get stuck there after the game, right? Either way, there's yeah. going to be a riot, and your car ain't moving. Oh, yeah. That's my opinion. For, you know a new Super Bowl with the home team in it in a new stadium. I think people are going to get real jacked up. How wild is it that the Super Bowl had never hosted a home team until last year and now it's happened two years in a row? Yeah, well, last year was crazy. This year, the Rams, knowing that it was going to be in L.A., went out and basically bought themselves a team to get there. But the Buccaneers knew it was going to be in their place, too, and they went out and bought Tom Brady. (laughs) Sure. Right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just more impressive that they turned that around in a year. You've seen the Rams be angling for it for the last few years. Right. That's unusual. I don't know. Uh, now that I've seen every game in the postseason decided by a field goal and then the home team get there, uh, you know, conspiracies are not always wrong. Oh, look, man, I'm here to I'm here to listen to NFL uh, officiating conspiracies because I think there are some like. I feel that there are legitimate cases where calls are blown on purpose because Vegas called someone or whatever. I feel that that does happen. Wait, I don't know. as my, oh, my whiteboard and red string. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know as much about Vegas calling the refs. Uh, I definitely would feel like maybe uh, there's some. Like behind the doors hey maybe right. maybe that we want this t- this game to be better for tv so uh let them play moments for sure oh look that happens a hundred percent i don't think yeah. that's even a like i'm but i would stake large amounts of money that that happens but vegas thing that, vegas getting that every underdog vegas. you know i'm just saying like, that there is a there are definitely it, w- there's corruption in that refereeing area Beyond just the NFL people like leaning on him and telling him what's up. Like, I, mean, I feel that there are people in there cheating somehow. I don't know. Where I would is. honestly look at also, you know, some teams like, why is this game within three points when it really shouldn't have been ever? Yeah. You know, I do you're, wonder- up, you're up 27 and then all you lose by three in overtime. Hmm. I do. Hmm. I do wonder uh, in some cases the. Like how much, it, you know, like the Patriots, you know, cheating scandals of the past or whatever, 
you know, all that stuff that's like, when the chips are down, are those like, is like the assistant coach or whatever tuning to the enemy frequency and listening to the play calls or whatever? <laughs> like, you know, I wonder, does that stuff happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta think you could. This is not a bad segue to, since we're talking about sports betting. Both of you may have seen this show, but I realized I had never done it. And being as I was trying to force myself to not watch that Justice League movie, even though I eventually did do it, we can talk about that another time. I watched the entirety of The Sopranos. Did you watch the six hour one, though? Four and a half hours, right? The Snyder one? Yeah, the Snyder one. Yeah, I did. Okay. We'll talk about it another time. I want to talk about The Sopranos first. Did either of you watch that show when it was live? I did not. Uh, no, because I think I was in high school. Yeah, yeah we were a little on the young side for it. Probably. Yeah, so so that was a no. We did not have HBO at that time. It was. I mean, it took the world at that point in time. And I realized being this age now and not having seen it was probably a travesty, considering I say I like movies a lot, you know? It was uh, very influential, for sure. For sure, yeah. Have you either of you gone back and watched it then? No, no I, I have not. Okay. It's just me. Guys, everybody wants to be a gangster. <laughs> oh, speaking of gangster, you know uh-huh. there's a football game next to the Dr. Dre, Eminem, and Mary J. Blige <laughs> concert going on this coming weekend. So weird. I feel Sorry, like okay. I feel like somebody heard that song and they're like, they're right. They're right. Let's make a show about that. Um, is I don't want to ruin the ending since neither of you have seen it for you in case you go and watch it. But let's say it was definitely a soap opera at many points in time, but one that uh, had a pretty clear thesis of, yeah, this is what it's like. And people seemed to be getting really into it. So uh, let's make sure they understand that it's not a good thing. There's a lot of uh, interesting storytelling. Not a lot of interesting filmmaking, except in very few parts. There's a few episodes where you're like, ooh, that's why people do that now. Um, The ending especially is something people talk about a lot. So uh, if we ever want to talk about it in the future. I I am fine with spoiling it because I already know what happens. So. Oh but I don't want to ruin it in case Michael has ambitions. Yeah, I'd probably be okay. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, spoiler warning. If you, anybody's going to go watch six seasons of the Sopranos, uh, come back in eight months. And 20 listen years. Episode. Spoiler warning. <laughs> 20 years ago. So the, the last episode cuts to black, Michael, in the middle of a scene. Okay. Yeah. And at the time, I guess it was a big deal because people were calling HBO and being like, my HBO went out because <laughs> uh, it, it plays black for probably about two minutes with no sound. Oh, wow. Okay. Which now streaming, you can like go through it and be like, whoa, what's going on here? If you didn't know it was coming, I guess, which was like me. And I was like, whoa, uh, I kind of assume this is on purpose here because it's streaming. So let's see how long this goes. And then I looked it up later and uh, people were like really mad about it, I guess. I'm sure. Oh, it was, I, I remember at the time listening to the radio or whatever, I I was driving somewhere and hearing people rant about it. People were super mad. 
And like, you know, it was a lot of all this like, oh, you know, what does it mean? What was it supposed to be? It's you very know, clear what, what it means. Do? Look, yes. But like <laughs> I'm saying that like it was, you know, people were, you know, taking it, you know, and running and like, why did they do this? Why didn't they just show us? And, you know, all this stuff. And it was like they made a choice, artistic choice. Yeah. I think they told people the entire time that this was how it's going to end and people just didn't see it. Um, there's a line in a few episodes before that, which is like, you never see it coming kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I think there's like a lot of hints at, at who killed who and why. And, uh, I, it was interesting that the author or the, uh, the showrunner slash author slash director slash whatever said, years later like why did people want to see the ending what do you want to see this character's brain splattered across the table and like like you knew what happened like i didn't need to show it and we talked about how this is probably how it ends if you don't know what's happening around you so like why did people need to say it was it was interesting to me that they spent six seasons of a show at alternating times making you like and hate a person which really just tells you people are people telling people like this is just how it ends for some people you know it's weird considering this day and age you either have to make a character likable or not likable i was gonna say the thing that i saw talked about was like because this show was you know before the advent of all this prestige television and really the it took place over such a long time like there was time to give him multiple character arcs instead of just one Mm-hmm. Yeah, where like all TV now, every character has like one arc, maybe, right? Like some don't get any arcs at all. You know, because of that, like by the time you get to the end, everyone has so many different feelings about these characters from the show that, you know, you don't know how to feel. You know, because p- people naturally react differently to the multiple different things that have gone on. You have, you know, oh, what about this time or this time or this time or this time? Whereas these days, Everyone reacts the same way because all the beats are predicted on this one exact, you know, story arc. Sure. And there's one note at the end and it's always the same for everyone so that everyone has the same opinion of everything that happens. And shame. The article I, yeah, the article I read said it was a shame and it's like, you know, a problem or whatever. But I think it's just different ways of making TV and film and they don't make them this way anymore. That's what I was uh, getting at a little bit earlier is that the soap opera e aspect of it now you would make something more like lost where it's like the mystery is keeping people there. The, the surprise is keeping people there. Whereas the surprises here were just more like, what, why did he behave that way? And then four or five episodes go by and you figure out kind of like, he's a person that made a choice. There was no masterminding of a situation like, Oh, he was seeing four moves ahead. And that's what, you know, that's the way TV is now, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, and everything isn't explained because sometimes people just do stuff. Like yep. sometimes people are just people and they make decisions for arbitrary reasons or reasons that aren't explained. Unlike these days where everything is like, ah, uh, the evil villain is the one who was plotting all of the moves. You can see it here, here and here in episode six, they foreshadow it. And like, you know, all this stuff. It's a, you know, yeah, and the entire plan isn't laid out in front of you every time. Well, and also now that we watch TV, uh, you have to expect any nuanced thing to return. If there's an open-ended thread somewhere, it's got a reason, right? 
And so there's an episode, there's a very famous episode. Uh, <laughs> you know the Tim Rogers, I Won't Die Hungry, JJ? Mm-hmm. That comes from The Sopranos, uh, from this episode that I'm thinking of where they get stuck in the snow chasing a guy. And at the end of that episode, they never find the dude they're chasing through the snow. And I guess to this... I was born stupid, but I will not die hungry. Uh, he doesn't say, I don't think he says I was born stupid, but he says, I ain't gonna die hungry. Uh, okay. Who gets that? And I know Tim Rogers watches The Sopranos, like, yearly. Anyway, uh, that's that's probably an over-exaggeration. Nobody has time for that. They chase the guy through the snow, is what I was getting at. And you don't ever see what happens to the guy. And so in modern TV, you'd be like, all right, this guy's going to come back and ruin this person's day at the end of the show or something, you know? It's going to be the big reveal is that the guy that got away in the snow was behind it all the entire... Nope. Never see him again. Never seen again. Never explained. No background news story of one scene that says that they found a body in the snow. Nothing ever. Because sometimes that's just how stuff is. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I don't think the guy is a super genius. There's a lot of stuff about the ending of the show where he got really, like, pissy at people for being, like, you know, asking legitimate questions about, oh, well, if this thing did happen, then who was behind it? And uh, people have legit questions. You don't have to get angry about it. And this was a show that ended as Lost was beginning. And so that like change in the culture of needing all this stuff explained was happening. And I think maybe not everyone dealt with it well. (laughs) (laughs) I like shows that try to explain everything. But if you're not going to explain it well or you don't intend to explain it, don't try. Yeah, I think the important thing is to decide up front, are we going to explain everything or not? And if not, stick to it and say mysteries. Yeah, yep. exactly. Don't get halfway into deciding you're not, you're going to leave people lacking information and then sort of like piecemeal stuff out in a kind of haphazard fashion. Like Lost is the prototypical example of like, we're going to explain everything. And then you get the explanation. It's like, this doesn't, A, doesn't explain everything, and B, is a bad explanation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most discussion I was planning to have about this anyway. I just was um, very taken. I got bored. There were definitely sections of it that I was like, I get why the scene is, and I get why this scene happens every episode. There's like subplots about what this stuff does to families, you know, and and repeated patterns and all this sort of thing. And it's like, okay, this has been going on far too long for far too many seasons. I don't need to keep seeing it, you know? Uh, which, yeah. thankfully, uh, with streaming, you can kind of pick and choose what you're going to actually watch. <laughs> Just get through it. Yeah. Um, but it was cool to watch an older way of, of watching TV. So my point was going to be about the Sopranos. Uh, you may not have time to watch something like that in its entirety, but go watch old movies and stuff. Um, it would be good. I think for a lot of people, I mean, there's a lot of great stuff. I got to find this article again. Uh, a person who talked about watching like the old James Bond movies. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then coming back, you know, to the new ones and being like, ah, like <laughs> these old movies were so like languid and boring in a lot of instances that like, <laughs> you know, he was like, okay, like what's going to happen here? And like realizing that like, oh, I can't like, 
I can't have a panning shot where nothing happens. Like I need there to be something going on in every scene all the time. Mm-hmm. Or like the two characters can't just stand in a room and talk to each other in a scene. That's not enough anymore. They have to be doing something going somewhere or whatever. So it's a, it was like an interesting, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the person learning about themselves, like, Oh, my taste has changed. Like I had seen these movies before and thought they were good. And now like I, I can't deal with it as much. Interesting. I'll have to take that challenge on at some point. I know there's a lot of Marvel still on our platter, but hmm. Maybe speaking of Marvel and uh, stick with streaming for a second. Did uh, did y'all like that Boba Fett? Wait, which one are we? Which episode are we talking? Are we, about? Are we not caught up? No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Cutting that one off. That okay. was not that was not ruined for anyone. We're good. That was quick. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, save me yeah. here. Uh, what? YouTube? Sa- what? Say no. <laughs> save me games. Oh, uh, video games? Sure. Um, you know, there are uh, video games coming out these days. This is a big month for them, in fact. What yeah, is that? I haven't mean? played any. I, I haven't I'm out of the of loop on news. Oh, um, Horizon Forbidden West comes out in a couple of weeks. Elden cool. Ring comes out at the end of the month. Cool. Um, I feel like there's something else. There's, a, there's one more. There was a uh, Dying Light 2 came out this week or last week yeah that's what it was that like a zombie uh, thing? That, that pokemon arceus game oh or arceus or whatever that let about. me uh i'm gonna shout out friend of the pod maybe we should have him on uh ryan played that pokemon legends arceus game and i got a novel of texts about the amount of change that pokemon game jj you and i have said in the past has anything changed since pokemon blue it's finally happened yeah, I, I've listened to some other podcasts talk about it because I have no intention of playing it, but oh. I think it is good that they actually changed things. They, I'm, they rebuilt I'm for Pokemon from the ground up. Things like yeah, it, you can capture like them from the world. Yeah. yeah. Things like you can capture Pokemon from the main screen without even fighting them. Uh, Finally. You okay. can, the battle animations uh, are battle animations, let's say. Like, like the Pokemon are in the world with you when they fight. So like and they fight cast yeah. explosion beam or whatever. And you are too close. You will be exploded. Uh, when they tackle each other, they tackle each other. You can just teach Pokemon things without having to worry about how many moves and all that sort of stuff. It's apparently very good. Okay. Sorry. Uh, so my point was I'm not playing that or any of those games. Actually, I've been playing Dark Souls three again. Uh, in preparation for probably playing Elden Ring uh, near when that comes out. Oh, uh, there is there is a magical time uh, on the internet when a Souls game comes out and no one knows what <laughs> is good or how anything works yet. I see. So you want to play I mean, it bef- before that? That's a lot of fun. It is nice to be a part of that uh, when and if you can. I see. It is fun to be involved in the speculation and also not have people just know the answer, right? You don't think Fallen Order is a good enough Souls game to get you back in the loop? I, I played and beat that already. I know. Oh, you haven't played Dark Souls 3? Uh, I have. Yeah, I've played and beaten that before as well. Oh, yeah. So it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to play a game that is like actually analogous made, to that. Unlike, yeah, made by the people that are Fallen making Order. Elden Ring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, ha- I realized that I had never actually played the DLC from Dark Souls 3. So I was going to do that. Oh, bonus content. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, it was paid DLC that I paid sure. for. I just never, never <laughs> played it for some reason. I don't know why I did that. Um, anyway, so uh, I've been going through that again. And for f- folks out there that wonder, I did a Dex build. Uh, got a, was it Lothic Dex- You mean Dexterity. Right, yes. Okay. That's one of the, st- one of the stats. Uh, my primary damage stat. So I was leveling that up. I did a little bit of pyromancy just because pyromancies are fun. Throwing fire cool yeah it's been good not like a, a challenge run or anything just like a normal playthrough of the game you know go through and i think i'm like i'm near the end uh, of the main game now and i've done one of the two dlcs completely uh man there are some really hard boss fights <laughs> those dlcs wow <laughs> i think uh, i think i think I all like, of level. dark souls looks hard to me oh same if here <laughs> if you can beat fallen order you can play dark souls it's not that different <sighs> Yeah, it I really think we've is. discussed this to death, but uh, lo- my like of Star Wars got me through it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think the difficulty in Dark Souls is people thinking, A, I need to fight every single enemy all the time, when absolutely you do not. It is a correct and valid strategy to just run past stuff. Uh, and then B, not knowing all the mechanics. So like, you know, not knowing how shields work and not knowing how blocking works and then not managing their stamina, right? And that's like, that's the game. Learning so that is the game. I sure. found I found in Fallen Order that I had to fight the enemies. Otherwise, I was not good enough at parrying and dodging and doing all the totally things wrong. I was supposed I ran to past, do. ran past tons of stuff in Fallen Order all the I, time. I believe that you did. I'm saying that I wasn't good enough with the skills if I didn't fight the enemies to practice them, don't even engage, don't lock on, just run straight past. Like, don't even, don't stop, <laughs> don't parry, do nothing, just run. Well, then how do you don't get stop good at sprinting? <laughs> fighting the bosses then? You go to straight to the boss and you fight the boss. Like, oh. repeatedly. <laughs> the bosses aren't, the, the bosses are the thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like, the first time through the area, you want to go in and collect all the, like, little items sitting around or all your little um, medical upgrades or whatever, all that stuff in Fallen Order. Well, but Fallen like, Order gives you a lot of XP for fighting enemies, too. Totally. But, like, once you've got all the, you know, once you have the most of the upgrades, like, who cares, man? Or once you've fought all the enemies in that area once, you know, oh, and you die on the boss, well, there's no need to fight these enemies again. Just run past straight to the boss. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't interfere with your learning of the boss strategies by fighting 500 stormtroopers in between or whatever. So anyway, I, I was, uh, I think I'm like level 90 or something like that around there. And I was fighting this boss at the end of the first DLC. The first DLC is called Ashes of Arondiel or Arendelle or something Arendelle. like that. Arendelle. Arendelle. <laughs> I think we've got a problem here. <laughs> cool. Just, is it? just let, let it go. I, I don't think he knows. No. I don't know. What, what am I supposed to <laughs> just, know? I don't get it. Just let it go. I'm confused. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I probably died on this boss, like, let's say 80 times. <laughs> oh, no. I died a lot. Uh, yeah, the Sister Freda uh, is the boss. I won't say all, but, like, a lot of Dark Souls bosses do this, like, two-phase thing. That happened in Fallen Order a couple times, right? Like, you find yeah, a boss. Oh, and yeah, then, like, yeah, definitely. Die, yeah. And then it's like, ah, phase two, the friend shows up or whatever, right? Um. Yeah, I would say multiple bosses had that mechanic later in the game. Uh, oh, if they didn't have a phase, they definitely had tactics switch on you. So, like, the first 
quote unquote phase of a fight, they would run around or do something like smash or, and then you'd have to switch strategies as they took about half their bar in damage or something. Yeah. So, uh, Freda has a whole health bar. You kill her and phase two, uh, she's not. So that like you, you have done a whole health bar, a whole boss's worth of fighting. <laughs> it, you know, it cuts to a cutscene. Her like, I don't know. I don't know what this guy is. Her father or something. A big giant dude with a chair stuck to his back and a huge bowl that shoots fire that he like slams on the ground and runs all around the area. Hmm. Uh, spawns in, and now you're fighting both of them at the same time. Their health bars are both full. That <laughs> sounds like a Souls game. Uh, yeah. And if you get you get either one of them down, and then it goes to phase three because there has to be a phase three now, <laughs> and. Again, full health bar again. Sister Frida, you kill whoever. Uh, the father disappears and Sister Frida comes back and it's all her moves from the first time except they're way stronger and she has a whole bunch of new moves that have these like black flames shooting out. God, this boss killed me so many times. <laughs> so you beat him for the first time in forever? Yes, uh, her. Yeah, I beat uh, her finally on like a 40th try or something. It was like... I had just been like literally just running in and fighting over and over and over and over. Uh, now I'm doing the last DLC called The Ringed City. I like that one a lot. It's really interesting. This is like a, a way bigger DLC, I, it feels like, than the Ashes one. There's like more zones. I fought more bosses. Like Frida was the only real like major boss of that DLC, I think. Like it, there were some other ones, but they were like small compared to the. Yeah. Do they change anything in the new zones? Like, is this one in summer or? These are both completely new areas from the game, like not places you'd ever been before. Like one of them was inside a painting. Uh, and this other one is in a new area you've never been to before. That's cool. Like you get picked up by little winged demons and they fly you out here. <laughs> I don't think it's a good thing to get picked up by demons. <laughs> You know, it's not the only time in that's Arendelle. happened in a Dark Souls game, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, it's been really cool so far. Um, I've been running around doing quests, and, like, of course, they all have new items and new weapons sure. and, uh, you know, stuff to play around with if you want. Uh, but, again, also, I fight the enemies one time. It's like, all right, I get the idea of this. Uh, I just kind of want to go on to the new stuff now, so when I die, I just run past the areas I fought already and move on to the next thing that I haven't fought yet. Because, yeah. like, otherwise, you'll be there for, like, hours, like... Some of these enemies are very long, <laughs> frustrating to kill. And it's just like, you know, the correct answer is just eh, just run, run around it. the left side of this pillar <laughs> while he's on the right and just like <laughs> do the loop. And now I'm off down the corridor and he can't catch me. I know people were wondering if we would be talking about Inscription 3, Act 3 today. I'm sure we will. But we're going to get a little extra time before we talk about it, just in case people haven't finished yet. Because... My it's bad. an easy game to play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say, Michael, uh, the how long to beat was 13 hours. I finished it in 13 hours, 13.1 hours, and I did as much as I physically think I could do without okay. like a guide telling me exactly what I missed or whatever. I think I ended up missing four achievements, two of which were hidden. And so I, I don't... Say- Two of the ones you missed, you had to do in the cabin the first time, and so there was no way you were going to get those. Yeah, the other and then ones are two like of the really annoying. I think two of them, of the other two that I missed, one was like, okay, well, I would never have done that ever if I was just playing this game and didn't know it was an achievement. Right, right. 
I, I, it is not. Uh, I will it is say not this as long as the first act. So no, I will say this though: the Ouroboros, you guys. Huh? Did I not tell you, Andrew? A <laughs> <laughs> little bit, little bit broken. We, we Michael, talked about it in Michael. In yeah, it keeps its stacks between acts. Yes, yes, I, I, I have heard. Michael, it keeps I mean, its stats. This is something you would have known if you used it in Act One, I didn't. and then I didn't. used it in Act Two and saw that the stats. Oh, I definitely <laughs> used it in Act Two against the target dummy to get foils to then complete the collection. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Um, nice. And I just kept sacrificing it and replaying it, and, sac- and so uh, Act Three, let's say, it went <laughs> real quick. <laughs> the win card. <laughs> There's a weird mechanic in Act 3 that keeps you from creating a murderous deck like you can in Act 2. Let's Not a mechanic, I guess, but the way that Act 3 is structured keeps you from murdering the computer with your cards. Yeah. You okay. eventually get there, but it's a slower burn. Yeah. But, yeah, the Ouroboros, man. Woo-hoo-hoo! Wish I'd have known. But, again... No guide, so I was just like, yeah, that card seems all right. I don't want to say the other things on my list. Very good idea to make games that length, I think. Uh, you're welcome for me forcing you guys to play it. Yes. Uh, yes. More Thank more next again. more next time. Uh, in the meantime, YouTube.com, search We Were Gamers. Go watch the... Uh, there's, a, there's a special episode that came out on Monday, and I enjoyed... There's a there's a little fun little thing I did on the YouTube in the first minute and it cracks me up and I want you to laugh. So go watch it there. Uh, I saw it and it is indeed very good. It, it makes I don't know that it's very good, but it makes me laugh. But I've done a thing where I've decided to like upgrade some version of the graphics a little bit each week. So this week I finally figured out how to kern the uh, the squares inside of the yellow square and stuff like, you know. I don't have a lot of time, but I do have enough time to figure out a little bit more. You should relearn, I guess. But other than that, if you want to get your thoughts in on Inscription Act 3, JJ. You can send those to podcast at weweregamers.com. Uh, we will check those out, so please send that stuff in. Additionally, if you have thoughts on our uh, food crime rules, we're always interested in those. Still podcast at weweregamers on those. Or you can send that to us on social media. We are at weweregamers on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Check us out all those places. Yeah, if you uh, win that Hormel keg, definitely send us a picture. Yeah. I also maybe go see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that first. Yeah. It, is your heart healthy enough for this much cheese? No. no. The answer for everyone <laughs> on the planet is no. No. <laughs> oh. And uh, until next week, just remember that love is an open door, everybody. I still don't think he got it. No. I don't. Am I supposed to? Get I got at least. Is? I got at least four in there. <laughs> what are we? Arendelle is the name of the city in Frozen. Uh, Okay, yeah. That's definitely one I would never get. No chance I was ever going to find that.
Unless you literally said let it go, then maybe I might. I, we, we did. did we twice. did twice. <laughs> oh, see, totally not even. <laughs> and then I started using song titles to ask you questions. <laughs> you see, you assume that I've seen this more than once and remember any song from there. Like, no, but it was very funny to me because they made uh, sense. Uh, I'm glad that I provided everyone with meta uh, humor there. You're welcome. My obliviousness is a gift. Finish that inscription. Uh, yes, because, no, no, don't like rush or anything. But uh, no, no, no. But it's, it's just like whoa, mind. the ending is interesting. Yeah, because I'm I'm close. I could see why he likes the front end of the game more. Hmm. I but honestly, like act one better than Act Two. If Act Three were as carefully designed. And I, we could talk about that as Act One. I think I would like it more than Act One. Okay, but you're close. If you're there, you can finish it in a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think it'll be long for me to finish from where I am. I could tell you exactly how long it took me because I, I recorded my playthrough of the entire game. Oh, 